Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Cross the Brazos and Waco. Ride hard and I'll make it by dawn. Cross the Brazos and Waco. Welcome to the Waco History Podcast. I'm Randy Lane, great-grandson of Waco architect Roy E. Lane. Over 100 years ago, he designed the Alico Building, Hippodrome, and other well-known landmarks. My co-host, Dr. Stephen Sloan of Baylor's Institute for Oral History, is helping me learn Waco's known and unknown stories. On this episode, tree sitting. In the summer of 1930 is when the craze kind of hits Waco, where kids primarily are going out and trying to do endurance sits in trees. It may seem like trendy challenges are a recent thing. Others all around town had jumped up into trees. It was so popular that one Wacoan even held the world record. The press actually dubbed Kellner Volunteer Tarzan. And now, join us on a trip into Waco's past. We're recording this during the COVID-19 crisis, and so I started thinking about social distancing, and that, of course, led me to think about pole sitting in the 1920s. Okay. You can think of things like planking and, you know, things that go viral now that kind of okay. everybody does for two weeks. TikTok dances. Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Everybody does for two weeks and then nobody does it ever again. <laughs> well, the 20s was really marked with those kind of fads. Everything from dance marathons to pole sitting, which is what it sounds like. You would just sit at the top of a pole. Like a flagpole or what? Generally, it's a flagpole. And they would have endurance contests to see who could sit on the top of the flagpole the longest. That sounds really boring and probably dangerous. Yeah, I think it was dangerous. This is long before, you know, television. They had radio, but, you know, you, you had to find things to entertain yourself. So within pole sitting, there, there grew this phenomenon of tree sitting. It became kind of a craze. And the summer of 1930 is when the craze kind of hits Waco, where kids primarily are going out and trying to do endurance sits in trees. This became a big deal in the late 20s and early 30s, part of the, all the fads and uh, all sorts of things that were going on, uh, kind of the craze of the 1920s, early 30s. The Depression kills a lot of this. Hard to enjoy sitting on top of a flagpole when the economy has crashed. In the summer of 1930 is when this tree sitting thing hits Waco. So it starts, there was a guy in Kansas City, a guy named Jack Richards, in Kansas City who sat in a tree for 156 hours. Okay. So about six days, he sits up in a tree. So there was a group of kids in Waco that got inspired by this to try to break Jack Richards' record. And the one I want to talk about is Frank Kellner. On July 16th, 1930, Frank Kellner climbs up into a tree. We even know the address. This is 2324 Homan Avenue. 
So is that still a tree in existence today? Maybe a listener can go try to pinpoint the exact tree. Report back. That Frank was sitting in. We need a picture of that for the show notes. So he crawls up in the tree. The The News Tribune in Waco covers the event. So there's, there's media coverage. He had a support team that was kind of organized to bring him meals. His mother made meals and they had a rope that they would put meals up to him. Sometimes other kids would climb up into the tree and play a board game with him to pass the time. His father even incentivized the event. He said he would pay him a dollar a day for every day that he broke the existing tree sitting record, this guy from Kansas City. That's a good idea. Yeah. So he's up there a couple of days. Two other kids in town were inspired by the challenge. Actually, two girls get involved, uh, Francis Coates and Mildred Frazier. Uh, they climb up into a tree on Dallas Street. So over on East Waco, 502 Dallas Street, they climb up in a tree. They actually take some kittens with them, the story uh, reports. Mm. And they have a support team as well. So it starts this rivalry going where on one side of the river, you got a tree sitting team going. You got, and then the other side of the river, you got a tree sitting team going. The police get involved. Supposedly, the police chief said, if they've got that little sense, let them do it. <laughs> There's nothing particularly illegal uh, about them sitting in the tree. He, he thought it was silly. Frank continues in the tree. He breaks the record of the guy in Kansas City. He sits up into the tree for 200 hours. So I, I told you the uh, Kansas City record was 156 hours, just to recall. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, others all around town had jumped up into trees <laughs> to try to beat Frank's record. So he lasts uh, 231 hours, and he secures at that point what was the national record. The national record at that point was 216 hours. So he goes 231, crushes the national record for tree seating. The press actually dubbed Kellner Volunteer Tarzan, what they, <laughs> what they began calling him in the press. But at that point, and this is about 4 a.m. in the morning, so this is July 26th. So I told you he crawled up into the tree July 16th. At 4 a.m. on July 26th, he fell out of the tree. <laughs> <laughs> fell asleep, I'm assuming. I'm assuming he fell asleep. He tumbled out of the tree. He broke his arm. And if you'll remember the, the thing that his father told him, if he surpassed the national record every day that he surpassed, he would get a dollar. Mm -hmm. So he didn't make it. He was nine hours short of the first dollar. Oh, man. It would have incentivized this attempt. And, and now he's got a hospital bill. That's right. Now he's got a hospital bill uh, to take <laughs> care of. And actually, speaking of falling out of trees, this is a phenomenon that came along with the tree sitting craze. As you might have other kids fell out of trees in other places. Yeah. <laughs> Supposedly one kid in New Hampshire, a, a bolt of lightning hit the tree and he fell out of the tree. A lot of hazards to this tree sitting biz. Yeah, but he sets just for a window there. Waco has this distinction of having this national tree sitting champion up in a tree. And I went and looked to try to figure out, you know, how long that record lasts. I'm limited in how I can research right now just because of the current situation we're in. But what's funny about tree sitting is in the 70s, it becomes an environmental kind of thing to do. And so if you're against some sort of development or something like that, where a tree would be threatened, you would go up and sit in a tree opposed to chaining yourself to a tree. You could chain yourself up top and that might've even helped our hero here and keep him in the tree when he fell out. I'm sure if he had thought about that, 
<laughs> it could have at least made a dollar. <laughs> and so I looked and the best I can tell the, the tree sitting record now is like over 400 days. And I think that guy, you know, had like a tree house or. I was about to say, there has to be some stipulations to this because we actually have a tree house in our yard and I'm pretty sure you know, if my kids really wanted to, they would spend a whole week up there. No problem. So I think this may solve your situation at home right now during the <laughs> share this story with them. A dollar every day they go past <laughs> the national tree sitting record. They could do that. We think of these crazes as being things of the now, but they're also things historically. And so just summer of 1930, the tree sitting bug hit uh, and it went nuts in Waco. Well, I think it even connects more to the now than you can imagine because my kids are all about watching YouTube videos these days and there's this 24 hour challenge craze. And so somebody does something for 24 hours. They were watching one of some girl doing painting for 24 hours and they even tried it themselves. They wanted to spend 24 hours in the garage like that was going to be some distinction. And kind of like you said, it was it was good to kind of, uh, you know, have them otherwise occupied for a while. They didn't make it 24 hours. How long did they last in the garage? Oh, I think it was about six hours. So, you know, as it gets hotter, that's less appealing. But it definitely connects, you know, to this tree sitting thing because kids today are doing these 24 hour challenges. And, you know, it fits very nicely with the tree sitting challenges of back in the 30s. That's right. Everyone wants to be famous for something, even if it's just in the house, they're famous. <laughs> yeah, I can see kids today, you know, they go up there with their cell phone and they're live tweeting, live Facebook live, TikToking, whatever in the trees. That's right. I could see it. Frank was up there exposed to the elements. He it was hardcore and it was a cottonwood tree. So somebody go looking for that cottonwood tree on Holman Avenue. They can find it. <laughs> we'll feature it prominently on our social media if you can find the tree. It'll be up there with the haunted couch. <laughs> All right, Stephen. Well, thank you so much for sharing that little nugget of Waco history. That's fun to do. Cross the Brazos and Waco. Ride hard and I'll make it by dawn. Cross the Brazos and Waco. Thanks for listening to the Waco History Podcast. Like what you heard? Subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes so we can reach more listeners. You can find show notes and info on every episode at wacohistorypodcast.com and more info on Waco's past at wacohistory.org. Our theme music, used with permission, is Cross the Brazos at Waco, performed by the late Billy Walker. For more info on Billy's music, go to billywalker.com. We'll see you next time. time ago, as he dropped the guns that she hated in the muddy Brazos below. Cross the Brazos and Waco, ride hard and I'll make it by dawn. Cross the Brazos and Waco, I'll walk straight in old San Antonio. Then the night came alive with gunfire. He knew that at last it'd been found. As the ranger's badge showed brightly, El Bandito lay on the ground. Carmela knew he was dying, that all of her dreams were in vain. As she kissed his lips for the last time, she heard him whisper again. Cross the Brazos and Waco, ride hard and I'll make it by dawn.
the Brazos and Waco I'm safe when I reach San Antonio I'm safe when I reach San Antonio 